Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio as we explore the seven letters to the churches in Revelation. And remember, these seven letters reveal tendencies that were not only within this first century group of churches, but also tendencies, both good and bad, that are present in the church throughout history. Now, the letter to the church at Thyatira needs double treatment, so we're going to have two broadcasts on it, and today I need to address how the rapture at any moment folks deal with this letter but I need to reemphasize that there are many, I don't know what better term than saying reasonable Protestants regarding eschatology do not share in this. So in other words, this isn't a Protestant versus Catholic issue. This is a group of Christians, both Catholics and reasonable Protestants against a 150-year-old theory. But where did all this come from? Well, I can tell you, but first, just a story, just kind of classic in my life, I was headed to one of the premier teaching churches in California, well-known nationally and now internationally for the rapture at any moment teaching. So as I came over the mountains in into Southern California, if my memory serves me right, my very, very first stop was in Whittier, California to go in and buy the most expensive, I didn't have a lot of money with me at the time, but I bought the most expensive leather-bound Schofield Reference Bible because that's the Bible I would need for this rapture-at-any-moment church. And the Schofield Bible, which was published in 1909, popularized what is called dispensational theology. That's the school of theology that undergirds the rapture-at-any-moment theory. Now, why is this so important? Well, the footnotes in the Schofield Reference Bible have become the assumed truth for millions, literally millions, of good, sincere, pious Christians on both sides of the Atlantic. Now, why is this important to mention when we get to the Church of Thyatira? Well, according to the Schofield Reference Bible, the Roman Catholic Church is the Church of Thyatira. In fact, on page 1332 of the Schofield Reference Bible, it it has a, a little summary under each church. In other words, the seven churches, they'll give you very specific time frames. And from AD 500, to A.D. 1500, they say Thyatira is the papacy. And here's how they describe the Roman Catholic Church. Quote, as Jezebel brought idolatry into Israel, so Romanism weds Christian doctrine to pagan ceremonies. And then it goes on, the next letter, Sardis, of course, is the Protestant Reformation, things getting better and such. Now, This phony teaching is not limited to a 1909 study Bible. As I mentioned, the effect of this is simply profound in the United States and Great Britain and other places. And 
just within the last month, I heard this same teaching pegging the church of Thyatira as the Roman Catholic Church on a nationwide radio broadcast. And I'm sure his spellbound audience thinking, what great insights this Bible teacher is giving us, not having any knowledge that he was serving up old Schofield reference Bible hash under the appearance of having some great insight of his. If you would go and ask a history professor at what I would call a reputable Protestant college or university. There are those who teach dispensationalism, and that's the rapture at any moment theory, but basically a college or university like Wheaton College, Gordon College, or Baylor University, and you would ask a history professor at one of these Protestant institutions say, you know, is Schofield's book of Revelation outline of church history valid? And actually, they would probably think you're trying to make a joke because, and I need to preface this, because I try to be respectful to those listening to this broadcast who don't share Catholic views, but I must say, Schofield's theory of church history dating in these seven letters is just plain stupid. If Thyatira is the Catholic Church, then make no mistake, Catholics get tossed into the Great Tribulation, while the true believers, that's the churches that believe in what's happening now or the rapture at any moment, the true believers will be raptured out of the earth to safety and bliss. You see, in this letter to the Church of Thyatira, Revelation 2 and verse 20, it says this, I have this against you that you tolerate the woman Jezebel. And I'll be explaining next broadcast what this all involves. But behold, I will throw her on a sickbed and those who commit adultery with her, in other words, Roman Catholics, I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of their doings. Now, the Great Tribulation are those times when God's wrath is poured out on earth. And the implications from these rapture-at-any-moment teachers from the Schofield Reference Bible, from entire institution and broadcasts and everything else, Catholics are going to get the judgment, wrath of God in the Great Tribulation. This is not ecumenical stuff, to say the least. Now, the Great Tribulation, and by the way, in Revelation chapter 2, that might say great affliction, but in Greek, it's the exact same word, Great Tribulation, as you find in Revelation chapter 7 and verse 14, where it explicitly mentions the Great Tribulation. In other words, the rapture folks, rapture at any moment folks, think that Catholics will be tossed into the midst of the Great Tribulation. Now, interestingly, in the same chapter in the book of Revelation where it talks about the Great Tribulation, stop, stop everything. Because before the wrath is poured out as described in 714 and following, we find this at the very beginning of chapter 7 of the book of Revelation. It says, I saw another angel 
ascend from the rising of the sun with the seal of the living God, and he called with a loud voice to the four angels who had given power to harm earth and sea. In other words, the angels bringing the divine wrath do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until, until we have sealed the servants of our God upon their foreheads. You go a little bit further on in the book of Revelation, chapter 9, you find a demonic assault, darkening minds on the earth and tormenting humanity. It says in Revelation 9, 4 and following, and the fifth angel blew his trumpet. I saw a star fallen from heaven to earth. Excuse me, that's verse 1. And he was given the key of the shaft of the bottomless pit. He opened it and smoke came with locusts on the earth, and they were given power like the scorpions of the earth. But they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any green growth or any tree, but only those of mankind who have not the seal of God upon their foreheads. So here you get it twice. And the point is this. How does God keep his people from the great tribulation? Does he yank them out in a rapture, a surprise rapture for seven years of bliss while those who don't share these rapture views and the notes in the Schofield Bible and all the uh, other baggage that goes along with it, they go through great tribulation? No. The church like Jesus, goes through hard times. The way Jesus keeps his people from great tribulation is to seal them so that they're not harmed by these direct judgments being poured out by the wrath of God. And it says, only those who don't have the seal are the ones who are attacked by the demonic assault in Revelation chapter 9. Now, I'm sure that Schofield and his uh, kind, uh, when he criticized all these pagan ceremonies, I couldn't find explicitly, but my guess he'd probably throw confirmation right along in that because, hey, who needs confirmation if we know we're going to go up in the rapture? Okay, folks, this is a section of the Catechism of the Catholic Church I have never heard on 25 years of Catholic radio or television, okay? It's section, uh, I, I don't, maybe somebody has, but I haven't heard this, so you might want to underline it, write it down. Section 1296, section 1296 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and it's talking about the Sacrament of Confirmation, and this is the headline. Christians are also marked with a seal, the seal of the Holy Spirit marks our total belonging to Christ, our enrollment in his service forever, and here it is, as well as the promise of divine protection in the great eschatological trial. And if you look in the footnote, the references are Revelation chapter 7 and Revelation chapter 9. There's a book published by Tan about the old Catechism of the Council of Trent, this same passage, and it's talking about confirmation, and it says, St. Vincent is of the opinion that the end of the world 
Antichrist will spare no effort to deter Christian people from receiving the sacrament of confirmation so that they would more readily apostatize from the faith. So how could Satan set millions of sincere Christians up for apostatizing during the Great Tribulation? As I've already mentioned before, why not undercut their faith with an imaginary, false, 150-year-old theory that they're going to escape all tribulation? They're going to think that this is rapture stuff is just as true as any other part of the Bible, and they find themselves in the middle of a great apostasy, a great tribulation, and their faith will be shaken to the core. Then you go and phase two, let's denigrate the Catholic Church as part of the rapture theory, and along with what Schofield called her pagan ceremonies, stuff like confirmation. Really, who really needs that when we have the Bible and believe in the rapture at any moment? Well, Christians who want to escape the judgments that come from heaven, that angels have to say in a loud voice, stop. We don't ignite the judgments from the great tribulation until we seal all the servants of God in their foreheads. If you're a Protestant rapture in any moment person listening to this broadcast, my suggestion, I would run, not walk, to your closest Catholic church and say, I need in. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 67 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.